from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Book. Checking in with us. We appreciate that very much. Jay Book, we understand Caleb Downs had Ohio State at the very top of his list when it came to his original recruitment. So that's not a surprise at all. But the world where I'm from, 99 times out of 100, Caleb Downs selects the home school and goes back to the home school. Last Friday, he said, no, that's not what I'm going to do. Were you surprised? I was definitely surprised, Bill. <laughs> uh, from all indications, that Friday afternoon, it sounded like he was pretty much a done deal to Georgia. Um, you go over to the 24-7 Georgia Force, they even had the layout, basically said that he had the paperwork they were starting the admission process, picking out apartments for him to go to Georgia. And then a couple hours later, he kind of went dark, and boom, he just popped for Ohio State. And, I mean, it was a big-time get for Ryan Day. Definitely shocking. It's a guy that they feel that can definitely plug in on the back end of the defense and make a secondary that was already really good to now being potentially great. Was there an event? Was there just an up in the collective that changed everything? Is there any way to pinpoint what changed? I'm not sure what changed. I will say this. Um, Tim Walton, the corners coach, he has a prior relationship with Down's father. Uh, one thing that kind of made the the hesitation for him going uh, selecting Alabama in the initial process was he wasn't sure what Jim Knowles' defense would look like. He was basically there. Ohio State was asking him to trust them and go off base. They didn't have anything really tangible to prove that Jim Knowles' defense was going to be really good. Nick Saban, on the other hand, has a tremendous track record, especially with the defensive backs. So he put his faith in playing for the GOAT. Now, Ohio State's NIL collectors, they were, they were always going to come strong. They knew that uh, going up against Georgia, you can't come in there with a skimpy offer. They were going to have to come strong 
off bat. And then in the end, it was just a situation where he decided that he wanted to be at Ohio State during his initial recruitment. Um, Ohio State finished second to Alabama. In fact, uh, he was already committed to Alabama right before a month before he decided to sign. He had a surprise visit to Columbus for the Michigan game, which a lot of at that time, a lot of Ohio State fans and staff thought that they potentially had a shot at flipping him. But he ended up sticking with that commitment. So they have always been right there in the thick of it. They kept the relationship strong. That's why in today's era of recruiting, if you miss out on someone, make sure that you don't burn the bridges because they can turn right back around. You never know what happens and end up being on your roster a year or two later. Like Caden Proctor. Absolutely. Like Caden Proctor in Iowa. I mean, he probably talked a little too much in regards to their relationship, but <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a prime example there. Tommy Myrtle Beach says the new Ohio State in 2024, new president, Carter, new AD, Bjork, new offensive coordinator, Bob, Great returning starters, great transferring recruits. He goes, my biggest concern is what has they done to fix the offensive line? I think the one thing with the offensive line, they were selective, this transfer portal. They took McCoughlin, the center from Alabama. They think that he's going to be an upgrade over what they previously had. They wanted to get in on Caden Proctor, but all back channels initially said that he's going to Iowa um, so that was one of the guys that they really wanted to look at, at tackle. Now, you look at the young guys, I think Ohio State, they are going to be a little patient to see how things play out in spring. They're really high on Luke Montgomery, who was a true freshman last year, who was probably their sixth or seventh offensive lineman. He's a guy that could potentially play tackle or guard. They're also very high on Tegra Shabola, who's a high four-star uh, guy out of, out of Cincinnati. They want to see how he develops. If they feel comfortable coming out of the spring with Bill O'Brien overseeing what's happening with the offense, what's happening with the offensive line, they may stand pat. If they go in, if they come out of spring ball and they see still major issues, I can see once that next portal window that Ohio State will try to make a move. Um, but I think that Justin Fry, he's on the hot seat. He's on the clock. He's very lucky that he was retained uh, for this upcoming season. Bill O'Brien is a guy who will not mend words. If he sees something, he will absolutely hold Justin Fry accountable. So I think just kind of lighting that fire underneath him, knowing that he's potentially coaching for his job this upcoming season, will definitely put a more sense of urgency on that offensive line. Does Bill O'Brien have the latitude to do with that offense what he sees fit? Well, it's kind of a it's going to be kind of a blended relationship here because what I've been told and what a lot of the people on the Buckner side have been told is that Bill is coming in to run Ohio State and Ryan Day's offense. What Bill ran as far as his concepts in New England and Alabama, he's going to add some things that he really likes to the plate to the offense to try to kind of enhance it. But his sole job is to come in learn the Ohio State terminology and concepts, and he's going to be able to um, call the game from the booth. The biggest asset that Bill's going to bring to the table is he's going to alleviate the play-calling duties from Ryan Day. Day will still have his um, imprint on it. He will have some say, but he's going to take that off that plate for Ryan Day so that he can 
kind of have more of a holistic view of the program, he can finally step into that CEO role. What Ryan Day was doing, it was just too much. He, he couldn't do it. He was the, um, essentially the quarterback coach, the offensive coordinator, and the head coach. And I think with so much on his plate, some things have started to slip within the program. Now you bring in a veteran presence, a former head coach, um, uh, a guy who developed a Heisman quarterback in Bryce Young, a guy who has experienced calling plays. He's going to be able to call a Ohio State offense how he sees fit. He's going to be able to make personnel adjustments how he sees fit. Jeff in Dayton, Ohio, wants to know, do you anticipate Devin Brown transferring? If I'm being honest, I do. I do think you're going to have a situation where Devin Brown would transfer because obviously Will Howard is going to be the starter this year. At that point, Devin will have to uh, make a decision come the spring if he wants to go somewhere, if he wants to play right away this year. Um, Lincoln Kinghost, I think the anticipation for him was coming from the Dakotas, he still had a long way to go. So I could see him sticking it out for another year or two and then at that point, when you got the two young guys and Julian saying, Eric Nolan, those guys, they're going to battle it out. One guy's probably going to redshirt. Potentially both guys will redshirt if you still have uh, Devin Brown and Lincoln Kehoe on the roster after the spring. Right now, Gut says he will probably transfer um, because I think he's a guy that's going to be looking to try to get on the field right away. The clock is a little bit different when you're talking about the quarterback position. Those guys want to play as soon as possible. Dave in Statesboro, Georgia, wants to know, and this is a rising junior, Jared Curtis, top-ranked player in that class now. It seems to be back and forth at the moment between Georgia and Ohio State. Yeah, it's, it's a back and forth. At one point, it looked like he was on the brink of committing to Ohio State. They did a shake-up. Uh, Corey Dennis was the primary recruiter, which was the former Ohio State quarterback coach. He's going to be taking a step back from off the field. It's probably going to be more of an analyst role. And at that point, he had a visit scheduled to Ohio State. Uh, imminent commitment was probably on the horizon. That visit was canceled. They said it was due to weather. I've heard uh, other people say, yeah, he wanted to kind of see where things were trending with Ohio State. Now Georgia kind of seems like they may be in the lead here. With Ohio State uh, quarterback room right now, you look where it's at, it's pretty stacked. And then in the 2025 class, they have Tavian St. Clair, who's a top-five quarterback that's already committed as well. So there's a steady stream of pipeline of quarterbacks right now that Ohio State has in the fold. Will this kid be a Buckeye? I don't know, but that's so far away. I mean, we're just looking – we're still battling for the 20. 2024 class bill because you still have another signing date that's coming up next month. So 2026, you never know what's going to happen. You don't know what type of coaching changes are going to take place by the time that kid is a senior in high school. Ohio State may have another offensive coordinator. They may have another head coach if Ryan Day can't get it done against Michigan. So there's so many variables that's going to go into play before this kid even becomes a senior. Detroit News said at the last minute the Michigan administration put a contract in front of Harbaugh or had it ready for Harbaugh that did include the lawyer-added language that apparently protected him from the NCAA. Was that just for show? 
Did you, did you get the feeling that that administration didn't want him back? I, I think they wanted him back, but I also think that they recognized that there could be potential imminent sanctions coming down the pipeline. What are they calling it now? The bill self clause, um, where they're trying to, you know, kind of get that immunity there because the NCAA changed the rules to where any coach, head coach, they're going to be liable for the actions of their assistants or people within the actual program. So a lot of these coaches are going to try to get that clause put into their contract. I know that, um, you know, reading yesterday from some of the Michigan beat reporters, Jim Harbaugh's attorney said that that clause is something that they had asked for months in advance. And on the 11th hour, basically, once the deal was done with the Chargers, then the administration decided that they're willing to add it. Now, I look at that, you know, quote, for them, for Jim Harbaugh and his attorney to try to shift the blame to the Michigan athletic director. Now, the athletic director is not going to have the power to put that clause in. That's going to have to go to the board of trustees in the region to be able to okay that. But if you're if you're Michigan or so, I mean, what he, you're probably going to hire Sharon Moore, and then I'm sure he's probably going to have that clause in his contract. Jay Book, appreciate it, man. All right, take care. There he is, Jay Book. Fantastic. J.C. Sherbert, when we continue, Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. This fog not helping rush hour traffic by no means. It's still very slow on 65 South coming down through Robertson County there in the Portland area. It's been that way all week long. 24 extremely heavy up through the Antioch area in from Rutherford County. I even see a slowdown in Kingston Springs right now on 40 East as all that traffic tries to get in from Dixon County towards Nashville. Prince's Hot Chicken has you covered with all the playoff games with catering. Order online at princeshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. And now, J.B. Roofing is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by J.B. Roofing, serving the area for 20 years. For all your residential roofing needs, give the pros a call today at 629-246-7693. 629-246-7693. That's J.B. Roofing, going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much 
By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. At Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf, there's something that binds us all. The collective goal to transcend the ordinary. Introducing the Ping G430 Max 10K Driver. Straighter flies farther with Ping's most forgiving driver ever made, the Max 10K. Come in today and test drive Ping's newest driver at Edwin Watts Golf Shops. Visit us at your local Edwin Watts Golf Shops or shop us online at WorldwideGolf.com. Get there. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Pogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans. We talk SEC football. We talk NBA. We talk everything. And we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. Got biscuits? Kitchen notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel does, and Bill King loves them all. J.C. Sherbert from TheBigSpur.com and also Carolina Rise joins us on Thursday. J.C., good morning to you, sir. How you doing? Good. Doing good, Bill. Uh, it's been a good week so far. Um, a lot of good basketball games, a lot of interesting football news. So uh, uh, it, it's had my attention. So uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm uh, enjoying this week. Ken in Middle Georgia, this is a really good question asks, what is the typical collective line of communication with a university, if any? Is it one person on on one person for simplicity? Is it with the administration or with the athletics, or do they communicate with student-athletes only? No, it's, it's administration uh, mostly, and, and that's allowed for the rules. Uh, you know, you can fill them in. They, they want to go. Most, most administrations want to know what's going on. You know, in South Carolina, we have a really good relationship with uh, the entire athletics department, all the coaches. Uh, Hillary Cox is an associate athletics director there. And, uh, I think she's from Tennessee, actually, Tennessee person. Um, she uh, She's kind of our liaison uh, there and uh, does an excellent job. But it's, uh, it's one of those things where it's in everybody's best interest to be on the same page and aligned. Uh, so any kind of communication you can have, uh, is good, and you know, in, in our market, I can only speak for ours. There's been, been very few instances of of that, like people not being on the same page. Uh, you know, in other words, not doubling up on paying a guy or cutting the same deal for the two different, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, so it's uh, it's been very pleasant as far as that end goes. When you initially communicate with a player, football, whatever sport. Do you immediately alert South Carolina, or do you do the deal and then ask them if they approve? How does all of that work? Oh no, 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 no! It doesn't go that way. I, I don't, I don't talk to anybody until they've enrolled. So, I mean, about numbers and, and things like that. You know, that's not to say 
people don't have an idea of, of, of a potential range <laughs> and, and things like that out there. Right. Uh, I'm not naive and dumb, but uh, I, I don't really even talk to many players. You know, you, you go through some of them have agents, some of them you just kind of go through whoever's helping them with recruiting or. Uh, and then, and that's that's with like folks out coming into the program. Now inside the program, you know, there's meetings with players every year when you talk about contracts and stuff like that. It's just your normal, um, normal, regular old, uh, uh, you know, I don't want to say employer to employee because that's a loaded term, but your regular old business meeting where you kind of go through everything and uh, sign contracts and stuff like that. All right, regarding Texas A&M. Walter Nolan, after he was headed to Ole Miss and everybody knew it, he tweeted something about make sure you read your contract closely and check out the fine print, whatever he said. And Evan Stewart also made a some kind of notation. This is before he selected Oregon about how he really didn't get what he thought or something. I know you're not affiliated with A&M, but could you, since you are in that world, speculate what that could mean. It means the player thought he was getting some money and didn't get it. Um, and uh, maybe there is um, some fine print in there. You know, you're not supposed to tie it to playing. Now, you can you can tie it to them being enrolled in a student athlete at your school uh, because that, that gets into, like, behavioral situations. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, just about every promotional contract – that's out there, and that's what these are supposed to be. It's promotional contracts. States, you know, they have morality clauses and things. I mean, that, that's that's the way it is in any with any business contract. So, you know, if they get kicked off the team you know, and they're not in good standing or flunk out or whatever, you know, they're not getting their money. But uh, you can't tie it to play. Like, you can't take a guy that's injured and say, we're not going to pay you. Um, you can ask Juice Wells about that. Uh, that kind of stuff is my worst nightmare as far as I, – it, it's never happened at South Carolina with uh, the collectives, thank God, uh, is when some, some somebody not getting the money that they were promised. I, I thought it was a complete embarrassment and may end up getting Florida in trouble, what happened down there. I mean, it was amateur hour, and that's one very early thing when I wrap my head around even doing this, Bill. I was like, well, one thing you just cannot do is promise what you don't have. Um, and I think, uh, you know, it's not one of those things where you can even screw around and say, well, I'll just make it up later or I'll just believe. And until the check's in the bank, uh, you know, you don't, you don't promise people anything. I mean, because that, that can blow up in your face and cause long-term damage to your program uh, more than anything because the, then it gets out there. Well, yeah, they're promising you this, but look, look at these guys that didn't get it. Um, and so I, I think that – you know, in that case, if you don't have the money, you just, you know, hey, well, good. If you can go get it elsewhere, go get it. But, uh, you know, you're not going to promise somebody something you can't do because I think that's far more damaging than losing player A or player B uh, for more money. And from a fan point of view with Juice Wells, and help me here, the knock was, yeah, he had a good deal. They paid him and he didn't produce or he was hurt. Yeah, and, and, you know, there was some fan blowback about that. I think, you know, 20 additions from the portal later and 18 of those are upgrades, you know, you count 19 maybe. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah. I think the Gamecock fans are back on, on board, you know. Sure. Uh, Carolina, we collectively raised a million dollars worth of new money for NIL in December because uh, there was a match program going on. So I think the fans are getting behind it. But, yeah, you always, it's such a new thing, Bill. You're always going to get that blowback. 
because you know Joe Blow, uh, and, and I love the Joe Blows because they're giving all they can. You know, giving twenty bucks a month, and he's like, "Well, dang, a bunch of this went to juice, and he sat the whole year, and now he's gone." And, and I understand that, but that that's kind of the price of doing business. That's always until there's a rule uh, or, or there's some way you can put in the contract that if you don't play, you got to get the money back, but you can't do it because that's pay for play. Um, you know that that's just the risk you run. Uh, you know, and I, I think. And, and I think that situation, you're going to have, as a fan, you probably want to live with that more than you would your school and your collective not following through with promises, because then that affects the future. And, and that could affect what we all like to latch on to in the offseason, which is hope. <laughs> that affects hope, because then all of a sudden guys just aren't going to come or even consider you because they don't think that anybody there is being honest. Because that's the one way to make a liar out of somebody's mess with their money. You know, I mean, you can make recruiting promises starting or whatever, break them, whatever. You start dealing with money, yeah. that's when mama and daddy and uncle and sister and brother and friends and other players, uh, they, they, they say, wait a minute now. And you can really, really hurt your program by doing that. Could there be a situation where a player gets paid up front and then leaves and owes money? It would depend on when they leave and the length of the contract. Because um, and I think you know, there's all this. T- a lot of these contracts still are going to end up being what what we call backloaded yes. <laughs> to right. avoid that. You know, um, if they if they if they leave the university, I mean, you can or they quit the team. You can put that they have to be on the team and be in good standing as a student athlete at university or whatever. And that's right. legal because that's part of their NIL value. What you could not do is tie it to playing or performance. So if they're on the bench and still part of the team, you can't take their money. But if they leave, you know, you could stop paying them and potentially you could have a clause in there that says if you, if you get it up front, you, you would have to pay it back and face some legal ramifications. I, I think the guys with agents would probably – balk at signing something like that, but uh, that's a good idea to put it in there. But uh, like I said, I think more of these deals are becoming more backloaded just to kind of, uh, you know, ward off somebody coming in spring semester. Now that you can transfer anytime you want, no matter what, unlimited number of times, uh, collecting a check and then bolting for somewhere else. You know, I think that, you know, what you do is you, you, you schedule out paydays and, you know, give them enough to get them through. And then, okay, well, if you're in June, that's a big payday. You pay, maybe pay it quarterly. You know, there's a lot of different ways you can uh, fight against that. But absolutely, if they leave and it's all been up front, I, th- I think you could have, some, depending on how the contract reads, some, some legal recourse there. To your knowledge, has there been a situation like that anywhere? No. And because and, 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 the flip side of that is, you know, and, and most of these deals, Bill, uh, most of them, and like I said, I think a lot of them are starting to be backloaded. Most of them are monthly anyway, you know, because right. you don't – I mean, you know, we, at our Carolina Rise, we do some baseball per semester because they need book money and stuff. But it's, by and large, mostly monthly. And so you just stop the monthly check, you know, if they leave. I mean, that's just – that's yeah. the bottom line. Uh, but I think, I think too, though, if you're a collective and, and, and all that, if you did say it, God did kind of rob you blind and you did sue them, uh, could that not be damaging again to other recruits because uh, of kind of the way we've, you know, uh, focused and structured every single thing in college athletics towards benefiting the student athlete individually uh, above team, above 
you know, fans, administration, college institutions, everything else. I mean, it's all about the individual, right? So, uh, you know, they could think that they were owed this money and that could spread and it could hurt you in recruiting just based on the national narrative. So I would think that it would have to be a, 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 a almost quiet, um, and, and then you'd have to weigh like, okay, I'm going to spend this money to sue this guy, but is it really going to be worth it at the end of the day? You know, and, you know, where's the where's the value at that? Uh, is there more value in going and getting my money, or more value in just kind of saying all right, and then maybe trying to ward against that in the future? Craig in North Augusta, and you touched on some of this, but his question is, what if they've gotten their money and then they flunk out or go to jail? You already mentioned uh, the academic requirements yeah. that can be in contracts, but what if they get incarcerated? Yeah, and, and so that's why there's very, very little up front, right? Sure. <laughs> it's very little up front, uh, you know, because if that's the case and they get kicked out or, or they go to jail or they're off the team, suspended even, you, you can those, – those clauses are all in those contracts. But, I mean, that's an interesting hypothetical. But uh, I will tell you just in my experience, very, very few of these contracts have – a significant amount of money up front. You may, you may have a, a deal where it's like ten thousand to start with, but you know the whole entire deal is worth what three hundred. Uh, but they're not getting the bulk of that until much later, and certainly not the minute they step on campus. Did the Caleb Downs Friday story sort of abrupt for us folks used to the way things go here down south? Were you surprised? I think Ohio State's winning the offseason, man. <laughs> uh, I guess they're not too happy that the schools in the north won the national championship this year. Good point. They, uh, but, no, that surprised me. It surprised me that Judkins didn't didn't go back home to the state of Alabama, too. And I think maybe that's just the southerner in me and my, you know, I'm, I'm getting older, Bill. So it's kind of like the way things are. You know, it's the yep. way things are, you know. Yep. Well, that's not the way it was. I mean, Ohio State um, – Wow, you know, I think uh, when a school makes a hire that's a, like the Saban hire at Bama, I call it Cajun Animal Syndrome. They just, they just go and you know, Lincoln Riley was that way at USC. Um, you know, they're just going to go hire the best coach and they're not going to be stopped. This is the closest to Caged Animal Syndrome I've seen without making a coaching change because they're just straight up going and, and, and getting talent. And then I think the Bill O'Brien hire is very, very underrated. I don't really care what Alabama's fans think about him. <laughs> I think the guy's a magical play caller and will be an upgrade. And I think they're, they're I think they're mad in Columbus and uh, and you know rightfully so. I don't, I don't think we quite understand the dynamic of that rivalry because we're so used to in-state rivals uh, down south and stuff. But it is a bitter, bitter, bitter rivalry. And losing three straight and watching them win it all, I think, was unacceptable. And I think that's. Uh, they're doing something about it, and quite frankly, I applaud them because I like people that just take action, don't make excuses, and just go try to get better. J.C. Sherbert is with us. J.C. question from Jeff Two here in the 615 said, with a new year here, has he or anybody involved with this collective gotten any questions on tax documents players are receiving? How big of an issue is tax problems going to be with name image likeness that's on the player and their family i mean right. by and large we you know they're not employees and, and you know like i said they're promotional deals and just about every promotional deal you do and i've done my share uh probably in the last 10 years 
only like Fox Sports that hired me to do like I was an extra in a NASCAR commercial. They're the only ones that kind of W-2'd me and took taxes out. I think that was because of California law where they were based. By and large, it's all freelance 1099. So they get, in other words, I'm working on these now. Like all the players that we've paid this year for Navy Image and Lightness get a 1099 from us. And they're responsible for the not only the you know the, the normal taxes, but you got to pay self-employment tax on that too. Um, it, can get, it can get quite significant the more money you make. Uh, and, and the shame of it is the NCAA kind of outlawed the schools from helping, you know, unless you make it available to the entire student body, you know. So, and, and I think that's just kind of a, a ridiculous thing. I think a lot of these guys, you know, as we move forward, you, you're going to see that some some folks that don't have agents and people helping them. I think they are going to run into some trouble with it because it, you know you, you got to check for four grand. You're a college kid. Easy to go blow it, right? But you know, you understand. You got to save fifteen hundred of that and give it to Uncle Sam at the state. So, uh, I, I, I think still because this is so new, we haven't heard of a big issue yet. But I believe it's coming, and uh, I think it's. Uh, I think you know, if the NCAA pretends to be all about education and what they claim to be about, uh, they should help these kids get a handle on that before it does become a problem. But they won't. So, oh well. JC, we just did a whole segment and never got on the football field. How about that? Yeah, it didn't mention the Gamecock basketball win either, Bill. Gosh. Huge win over the cat. Rough, yes, rough those little kitty cats up what they did. Rough them up. <laughs> they got them. That was a good one. So, all right, man, I'll talk to you next week. Yes, sir. Thank you. There he is, JC Sherbert, Omni Nashville Hotel. Winter remains pretty heavy out here in a couple of spots like 40 East trying to get through Kingston Springs, also 24 westbound up through the Antioch area in from Rutherford County. Still crowded right now on Vietnam Vets westbound as you come past Conference Drive and it remains pretty slow to go and frustrating on 65 South there in the Portland area coming down from Kentucky through that northern part of Robertson County still just creeping along. A 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online. TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. 
Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. And now, the fine folks at Nix Construction and Remodeling are on the air reminding motorists to slow down on our roads. Keep an eye out for kids at play and never text and drive. It can wait. This message courtesy of Nix Construction and Remodeling, serving the area with quality and pride. Call Nix Construction and Remodeling today at 931-952-9587. 931-952-9587 for all your interior and exterior construction and remodeling needs. That's Nix Construction and Remodeling. They do it all. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. I don't believe Bravel wants to be a part of this. And so I think Amy Adams Strunk decided, well, it's time to move on. I, you know, that was a gangster-like move to say, all right, you know what? I don't want to I don't want to employ somebody that doesn't want to be here. Goodbye. If they have another season like they did this mm-hmm. year, he's gone he's anyway. He's gone anyway. No, wherever he goes now, he's got four to five years. Yes. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The arena of ideas is now open for your telephonic interactions. 615-844-5600. The Bill King Show. Yeah, JC's good. Eventually, we're going to have to talk about when they transition to the schools actually dishing out the money. And that's going to happen. I wouldn't be surprised if that gets uh, passed, if that got passed this spring. Not going to predict it because you know that can be slow, but wouldn't surprise me at all. 46 oil bowl, says Bill. I've got no issues with college kids getting taxed like adults for making adult money. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's the tax code. Doesn't matter whether you're in college or not. Or There's going to be some problems. I don't know that we've had a story go public about a kid who either pleads ignorance to tax laws or was given some bad information, spent too much money, had no money left for taxes. I'm sure that has happened, but I've not seen a story about that yet. That's coming. I mean, think about it. I would have been irresponsible at that age. 18, 19, and let's say you've got an NIL deal. Let's just round it off. Let's say it's $100,000. And there's way more that are 100000 and way less than there are 100000 and up. That's just a 
artificially inflated market that the agents want out there for obvious reasons. But let's just say it's a hundred grand. I probably would have screwed that up. Then my now I'll say this: my parents, and that was more my mom's category. My mom would have been all over me, so maybe I would have been protected. My mom would have been all over me about what you're going to owe in taxes. So I might have, I might have had some oversight to where I didn't do too much dumb stuff. I'd have done dumb stuff. Oh, no question. But she probably would have been up over me saying, you better allocate this. And I don't know what the tax code would have been then, but you better allocate this much because you're going to owe this much. And uh, she probably would have said, why don't you give this to me and I'll handle it for you. And my, my family, my family had money, so it's not like they would have stolen from me. They, they, <laughs> that, that, that wouldn't have been any money for them. They didn't, they didn't care about it at all. But if I had money, now that I think about it, if I had NIL money at that age, I might have been relatively safe. Now I'd have done, again, I would have done really dumb things with the money. As an 18, 19-year-old kid, oh, yeah. But I think I would have had oversight with her to where at least despite these dumb decisions you made spending the money on whatever, you're going to have this aside because you're going to owe that to taxes. Yeah, I think I think Mama would have been up over me big time on that. Big time. Tomorrow, it's already Friday. Yeah. Now, we tape Kevin today. Kevin Hagen with us tomorrow, but we tape it this morning at 11.15. If you have any questions, just post them on Twitter this morning before we tape, and I'll see them, and I'll send them Kevin's way. They did get Ryan Williams, the five-star receiver, once committed to them, then decommitted when Nikki retired, now has re-committed. That's good news. That's good news. That's a five-star impact receiver will play immediately announcement. That's not a let's wait and see. This is a he's ready to plug and get reps now. Something that by their lofty recent standards, they have not had that level of player the last two years. Last player they had like that was Jamison Williams, who was a transfer in. And before that, you had Smitty and Waddle and Ruggs and that whole group. Ridiculous amount of talent at one time. These last two years, they have not had that kind of personnel. Brian Williams takes that to another level. And I think should immediately. I really do. Kevin and Muletown, at Tennessee, they all have student-athletes go through NIL orientation where they educate them on tax implications. Most of the big-time players have agents that also assist with their tax implications. That's done the right way. Now, again, we're talking about 18, 19, and maybe some older players, too, like a Cooper Mays, who, who's a veteran, but 
Just because they have people up over them doesn't mean that things can't happen. But, yes, that is the right way to do it. And, and J.C. said, look, at, at, at some point it's on the player, too. Only so much you can do with it, right? But, yes, that's the right way to handle it because think about it. If you're Tennessee or any university, last thing you want is all these headaches that already exist. And then you've got a guy deeply upset and in financial strain because of tax implications that he was not prepared for. Because whether that's on the player solely or not, it's coming back to you because they're going to be whining about it. Right? Kirkland down in uh, Macon, GA. Says, Bill, can a top 10... Regular season, Rick get fired if he doesn't win the big one. <laughs> well, he's got a kid who's a potential, he's a player of the year nationally type performer, and that's that Dalton Connect kid who's just fantastic. I think regular season, Rick is safe no matter what happens. But. Tennessee would like to add to the resume that they've been to a Final Four. Even Ernie and Bernie did not get to the Final Four. I think that team got beat in the second round that one that last year they were together. Ernie was a year ahead of Bernie, if I remember. Good morning. It remains pretty heavy out here in a couple of spots like 40 East trying to get through Kingston Springs, also 24 westbound up through the Antioch area in from Rutherford County. Still crowded right now on Vietnam. That's westbound as you come past Conference Drive and it remains pretty slow to go and frustrating on 65 South. They are in the Portland area coming down from Kentucky through that northern part of Robertson County still just creeping along. Hey, 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online. TomahawkCrane.com I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. The traditional first-year anniversary gift is paper. Yay! Envelopes. The traditional 10-year anniversary gift is tin or aluminum. Are there sardines in here? And the 20-year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars. Now that's what I'm talking about. It's our anniversary, but we thought about what you'd want. The new 20th Anniversary Jumbo Bucks Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, Every bite is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. 
When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. It's a Bill King show. Like I mentioned, I thought Nick had a good five years still left in it. This one comes as a complete shock to me. If I sat here and said, I had a feeling, guys, Nick was trending, I'd be lying. I'd just be, that'd be the host trying to act like he knew something he didn't know. Why would I present that to you? I am shocked. I was taken aback by it. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Bill King doesn't need a countdown clock because he already knows when football season starts. Tom in Myrtle Beach says Pat McAfee on his show asked Kalen DeBoer yesterday if he was working on his best southern accent like Brian Kelly. That's funny. No, that is. Does DeBoer take over Nick's slot on McAfee, or was that just a interview, just one-off type interview? I'm wondering. R.D. in lovely Kolioka, Tennessee. Welcome in, sir. Good morning, Bill. Been missing talking with you. Had a little... Medical issue three or four months ago turned my nights and days upside down. But uh, haven't haven't been awake during your showtime in quite some time. Good to hear from you. Listen, I didn't get to of course call and comment after the uh, McIntyre signing at UT. You know, Bill, to me it, it looks like that that uh, that coach up there is is really doing a, a great job of just building a sound foundation for the future of this program up there what's your opinion quarterback he's so quarterback centric which is which is fine and that ensures a very high level of quarterback and we were talking earlier I don't know what this does to Jake Merklinger Jake's a four-star and he's a good player and I'm not sure if he'll stick around through the next couple of years. McIntyre's not there yet. He won't be there until this time next year. And Nico will be going into his last year, we assume. But, yeah, it ensures that the level of quarterback play is at a very high level and uh, that they don't have a problem like they did this last year when they had a quarterback that I didn't appreciate. I just just did. I was with you. He just kept kept waiting and waiting for him to – to turn the curve and become a great quarterback, and it just uh, just never happened. Right. No. Right. Yeah. I I was thinking about you because it'd been several months, and I was I was hoping you were all right. Yeah, everything's okay. It's good to talk with you, and hopefully, I can uh, uh, start getting up earlier and tuning in and calling in. Thank you, pal. Yeah, man. Thank you. 
Danny in New York. Bill, if I was a coach at a premier program, I'd have somebody like Dave Ramsey come speak with the team. Yeah, I, I have known Dave since he was just getting started. And I, I don't know him well. I mean, we don't stay in touch, but I've known Dave for back 30 years. And he's a Wilco guy. He lives right here. When he was getting started, what, what happened to him is he was in real estate and did really good. By the time he was 24, 25, worth a couple of million. And then some banks started calling in his loans, and they bankrupted him. He took that experience, which he said about, you know, about wrecked him and about wrecked his marriage and his philosophies today. Whether you agree with all of them or not, that's that's where he arrived at his, his philosophy today. And if you're going down I-65 south of here, like through Franklin, right on the interstate, there are two massive buildings, which is the Ramsey buildings that are five years or less old. I'm talking about huge. It says Ramsey all over them. And, again, right there on the interstate. You can't miss it. And he's made it into an empire. When he first got started, I was at the – they made us in local radio cover the Sarah Lee Golf Tournament when the LPGA would come through here back then. And he came up and said, Bill, let's talk about syndicating radio. Because even back then, I was thinking about it, even though I was just, heck, barely in the business. And he had known that. And he I don't even think he was on a show yet. I don't think he had a show yet. And then he started doing some local radio, and it was based on real estate, etc. Because almost all of his empire is based on real estate. And he's made it into a um, about a half-billion-dollar business or whatever it is. But, yeah, he would be somebody good to talk to uh, teams about. Probably, I, you know, for all I know, he gets those inquiries. He is a big – and I, well, let me back up. I don't know about big, but he's a Tennessee fan. He's from the, the area and um, – has his family here and everything else. But, yeah, if you're going down 65, I know Josh drove by because Josh was coming through here a while back. But, yeah, you're going down 65 south of town, and you're going to drive right by that coming in or out. It's just two huge buildings, and he's got more property there, I think, for more. It's, it's absolutely amazing, the empire that he's, he's built. It is. It is. Tomorrow, I mentioned Kevin Hagan to be with us. We tape that this morning. Ole Miss Evie, the angelic tones of Ole Miss Evie. Brad Powers, all the gambling, all that stuff in our number three on the Friday edition. We're not at the Omni tomorrow. We're at the Omni next week. Yeah, next week. Phillips says Bill Ramsey's got three buildings, so maybe there's one I don't see when I go by there, but just a absolute empire he's built there. And, again, I haven't. Last time I saw him was doing a show from a bookstore, and he was having a book signing there. That would have been 
20 years ago, plus, probably. Did I tell you my son Harrison shorted Tesla? They shorted it. He got up this morning. His options were up 10 times. Yeah, he shorted it. Good for him. I missed that one. I missed that run. Lashbaugh. 